Secrets to Real Estate Investing, Episode 21. Welcome to the Secrets to Real Estate Investing podcast by House Flip Masters, where you will learn powerful strategies from top experts in real estate investing, and you will find valuable information to take your investments to the next level. Now, here's your host and expert real estate investor, Holly McCann. Well, hello there, and welcome to another exciting episode of Secrets to Real Estate Investing by House Flip Masters. I have a really interesting and different kind of guest for you today. Raj Bosker is the co-founder and CEO of Hurdler, a mobile profit and taxes app designed for self-employed entrepreneurs. So today we're going to talk a little bit about money and the finances of real estate investing that we haven't really done much yet. And Raj is going to help us with some insights as well as some of his own personal real estate investing experiences that he brings to the table that might help expand your mind a little bit. So with that, welcome to the show, Raj. Thanks for having me on board, Holly. Really happy to be here. Well, we're so excited to have you. And for those that um, don't know you, why don't you give us a little bit of background about your kind of your life story and leading up to today and um, how you ended up to in Washington, D.C. Sure. Uh, so I was, I was born in Maryland. Um, and so I was raised out here and went to school, uh, college at GW in D.C. And then, uh, let's see, I lived here basically my whole life, except I did a, like a one and a half year stint in New York City, uh, which wasn't necessarily a real stint uh, because I was traveling to multiple cities per week uh, at the time uh, when I had my first software venture, which was a real estate management platform for affordable housing. Um, so most of my clients were public and affordable housing agencies all around the country. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of your listeners might own uh, properties like Section 8 properties in the U.S. Right, that they rent out to uh, tenants with vouchers. Uh, so our software managed a lot of that for the agencies. I built that up for 10 years. Uh, so not a quick flip. Uh, so 10 years took a while to build. And uh, we our, pl our platform is managing around a half a million units of housing, a couple million uh, residents. We were doing around 200 million in monthly rental payments for affordable housing. Uh, so market rate would be closer to like a billion a month. Um, but pretty complex systems on the back end. Um, and always managing the financials. And company got acquired by uh, another software company called Yardi, which uh, is actually pretty big in real estate. They have half of all U.S. apartment buildings using their software, like multifamily buildings, uh, solid company. Um, and so they did that. That was uh, in 2010, so almost six years ago or six years ago. And uh, all my employees and customers are still there. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. I think that's the most exciting thing about um, about that transition, that uh, building like lifelong value. Um, and that's something that's interesting about real estate, right? Because it's long term. Right, right, for sure. Cycles go around. So um, it's something that often is low risk. Um, but uh, yeah, real estate is pretty exciting. Like it's always there. It should be a part of everyone's uh, investment portfolio in some way whether it's actual property or indirectly, um, should definitely be a part of that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Well, and I'd love for you to share with our audience what we were talking about before we started your 
arbitrage that you mentioned. So uh, I guess it's kind of your beginnings, I guess, into real estate investing and growing your portfolio. So why don't you tell us about that? Sure. Yeah. It's it's kind of interesting because all my real estate experience prior to actually owning property was really around my software ventures that were real estate focused. Um, So yeah, I bought a, my, my condo, um, I have a two bedroom, two bath condo in DC that I bought in 2006, like at the height of, mm-hmm. of uh, the market. And I, I like to say that I, I, I knew, I consciously knew that I was paying top dollar. Um, but it was a timing thing where it made sense to own a condo at that time, regardless. And, uh, in this particular building at the, you know, at the time of the market, at least in DC and I think other places around the country, anytime a new building opened, um, condo building, uh, where they're going to make units available, you had to spend the night overnight to wait in line, to then get on a waiting list to then maybe getting a unit and having no leverage whatsoever. Uh, on this particular one, uh, so I was living in New York at the time. I happened to be home uh, in my parents' house, and by habit, I check the mail uh, every every time I go, and like that in the mailbox, like pull it from the mailbox, and there was a letter from a place that I had signed up for notifications, and it literally said, "Tomorrow, starting at 9 a.m., we're running a different type of process. First call, you know, first come, first serve over the phone." and you can get access. And I basically got the best unit in the building. I was the first one to call in. Smart. Yeah. Uh, got so rewarded for taking action. Good yeah. lesson, huh? Yeah, pretty cool. Top floor corner unit. Um, and uh, I thought there was room for it to grow in value. Uh, I thought, you know, it was well under a million bucks. And, um, you know, that maybe it could hit that one day. I was partly getting caught up in that concept. But anyway, um, ended up getting that unit and I lived there for, uh, eight years, uh, which is nuts. I don't know too many people that have lived in the same condo for eight years, like from, uh, upper twenties, starting at upper twenties, uh, kind of nuts, but I got married. My wife and I lived there for two years. And then a few years ago, we bought a house, uh, outside the city. And, uh, so the condo was paid off, um, on my house. I got a, I took a seven year interest only mortgage, uh, still a jumbo loan. Um, and, uh, a seven year interest only 2.24%, no points. Like it was all inclusive. And I'm running financial arbitrage because the rent that I get on my condo covers the entire mortgage on the house. But the condo is only one third the value of the house. Nice. Very nice. They talk about free money. It's like literally free money. So what did you pay for your condo and what do you think it is worth now? It probably went down and then came back up, right? Yeah. It's so like, uh, condo is around six, 700 K, uh, somewhere in that area. Um, and I paid, uh, like right in between, I think it was like six seventy, six eighty. Okay. So you're back up to where you started. Not bad. I think so. I think the, like the cool part about this arbitrage is really that. So around that block, cause you have to look at your own areas too, but on the block of the condo building, a number of buildings that were taken down in the last year or two, and they were rebuilding brand new buildings. And I think in the short term, you take a little hit because people want new units right they're looking around even if it's just for rental and 
but then my theory is, uh, once all of those become fully occupied, now you have like more of a community and it becomes a more popular place and mm-hmm. then prices start to go up. So I figured within this seven years, you know, I'm not going to keep with that particular mortgage because the rate will be much higher. Uh, but within the seven years idea is that the value of the condo could go up some and then, uh, yeah, I have options at that point. Maybe I can sell that and just put that into the house or uh, see what happens at that point. But basically, um, I'm not really spending money on the house over the seven years. I can focus all my resources on my new software venture. Very nice. Yeah. Well, tell us, uh, and we talked briefly about this, but um, give us a little background, I guess, of why you got interested in the software, how you're talking about how you had to get some numbers together for a CPA and what a pain that was. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the, you know, I started renting out the condo when we moved to the house and then when tax time came, it was like the first time I had to get all my expenses. Uh, then you had to get like the, um, uh, since there's no mortgage and send over the real estate tax information and all the condo fees and all, basically all the financials around that condo unit. Right. Um, and it wasn't first time around, it wasn't something I was prepped to do. Um, so it's kind of like running around and pulling this from the bank, um, going through emails, pulling up lease info, stuff like that. It's kind of annoying. Um, but I started thinking at that point, like this is basically a business and now I'm a real estate investor, even though I wasn't necessarily, you know, I wasn't consciously being a real estate investor per se, but that does qualify. Um, I think, you know, I have a good chunk of my um, net worth is, is tied up in these two places. Um, so, um, and when you're running arbitrage, now you have to start paying attention a little more, right? Um, so that was like, the interesting thing is I was already building this app and platform for entrepreneurs to manage all their business finances. And then when I started doing this, I'm like, this is a great use case for the app because I still need to manage all these finances for this property, which is basically a business now. Um, so that's where we started adding little things that make it easy for a real estate investor to track all of their finances along the way. So when tax time comes, you know exactly what's going on and you can just tap a button and share it with your CPA. Nice. Well, as a former CPA, which you probably didn't know that about I did me, not. I used to be the one bothering people for all that information. And they're like, oh, I know it's uncomfortable. It's painful, but it's what we have to do. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of um, information that, that you need to have at your fingertips and have ready for the CPA. So definitely you're filling a need. So, um, and you also mentioned earlier that, um, sometimes people only focus on the top line and they kind of forget about the bottom line. You want to touch on that a little bit too? Yeah. I mean, uh, and we see it in everyday lives. Like, uh, you know, my wife and I used to watch food network a lot. We have a six month old, so we're not watching much of anything. Um, but, uh, yeah. So like, you know, like the restaurant shows, like you want, like you see these things or the show, uh, Marcos Alonis, like the prophet. Yes. You go in there and they, and they tally it all up and you see how much people are running in losses, but a lot of times they think they're making money because they're just looking at revenue. Right. I mean, some businesses are just bad because they're not even pulling in revenue. Um, so they have no top line, but the ones where you have top line and they're not paying attention to the numbers, they're not actually making money. And this is before you even look at like time. 
before you even value time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that's interesting, I think here, when you're talking about real estate investing, you got to track your numbers because the, I mean, the title of the gig is called real estate investing. So when we talk about investing, you invest to make a return on your investment, your ROI or profit. Uh, and that's really important. And it's hard, it's harder to do if you're just checking in once a year, right? And then the other thing is like knowing your expenses, like your true profit is after your expenses and after, I like to say after your expenses and after your taxes, not just after your expenses. So in the business world, we define profit as just, uh, you know, income minus expenses. I like to also look at taxes because you're, for these type of investments, you're on the hook for, for uh, your taxes as well. And if you're keenly aware of what the taxes are, you can do certain things to reduce those right? Legal, everything legal, but you can leverage it to your advantage. Uh, I call those things like strategic expenses, like any expense that, uh, for every dollar of that expense, you can make $5, for example, right? Who wouldn't put more dollars into that, but you have to be actively watching it to know that that's the case. And those strategic expenses are also deductible. So it's like a double whammy. You get to deduct it and it grows your business, right? Those are the ones you want to focus on. Um, so my big thing is like, you have to know your numbers in general, if you want to make good money, like if you want to turn that into a business and in real estate investing in particular, your expenses are like all over the place. It's not like generally, it's not like so clean that it's just sitting in one place. And so I like to say, like start off if you can, depending on what you're doing, even if it's a, a rental property that you have, open a separate credit card and bank account that's dedicated to that. And it doesn't need to be a business account. You can use any free account, pick one where you like the points or the reward system. And, but just use that for rental property stuff. That way, if you don't do anything else, then every time you see a statement or an annual statement from, you know, monthly or annual statement from that credit card and bank, it's all related to that business. Worst case scenario, you can just send that piece of paper over to your accountant and let them tally it up for you. Right. That's Excellent like- advice. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I have multiple businesses. I've got a flipping entity and a holding rental entity and some other ventures and every entity has its own bank account, debit cards, credit cards, and they're all separate. So the more sophisticated people get, and as they grow their portfolio, you know, you don't need a separate bank account credit card for every property. You can have just all of them, you know, be in one. It is a good idea to separate your flips from your rentals from a tax perspective as any CPA would probably advise someone to do. So yeah, you've you've got to track things and it makes your life so much easier if you just open up another bank account and open up a credit card. It's like, it's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. great advice. Love that. Yeah, and I'd say just start off with just business and personal. So yeah, like you said, if you have multiple units, you don't have to put them in different different ones, but at least don't mix personal with the stuff. Right. Yeah, that's a big no-no um, for legal protection. If you do have entities, then that would be that would allow someone to quote pierce the corporate veil. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's a whole other show, though. <laughs> yeah, a whole other topic. But yeah, advice just to, if you're starting out, have a, a business and personal set of books and and credit cards. It makes your year end better. Why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about what your um, your app does and how that might be able to help people. Sure. Um, and so other other thing with that bank account separating is because then you know your expenses. 
without doing any work. Um, but our app, if you have a business uh, account uh, or account dedicated to your business, um, or even if you have Mix, you can actually sync your bank account and credit cards with our app and it'll ping you every time there is a charge on your credit card, uh, push notification on your phone, and then you can just tap, tag it as personal or business. Hmm. And business, you can even tag it to which business or what type of expense it is. It'll categorize it for you, but if you want to tag it to your property or you want to tag it to another business that you have, you can do that. Um, and, and then uh, our app also gives you real-time income tax estimates. Nice. How does that work? It's just so, yeah, we built our own uh, uh, tax engine, real-time tax engine that supports all 50 states in D.C. and the U.S. Um, and then uh, we'll be rolling it out for Canada later in the year, uh, before the end of the year, and then eventually to a few other countries, and then we'll kind of take it from there. But it basically, it just has a few questions when you first set it up. Like if you know what your tax filing status is, otherwise it just defaults to single. Um, you, you select what state you file taxes in, and then it tracks all your income, all your expenses for you. So then we can kick out your real-time taxes just like that. Right on your phone, like anytime, it'll just tell you, this is your true profit. This is, this is currently your income minus your expenses minus your taxes right there. Um, and while you're on the go. So not, you don't need to sit down at your desktop, log in, do all this stuff. It's right there. Fantastic. You know what else I think that's really helpful for? That's a big awakening reality check for new investors or new business owners is how they don't have withholdings on that kind of income. So if you have a profitable venture or property, you got to pay tax on it. And you're supposed to be paying quarterly estimates, which your accountant can tell you all about. But what you just said would be really helpful even to provide your CPA to say, oh yeah, my property on Apple Street, this is where I'm at right now. And then they can help you prepare those quarterly estimates if you need to be paying those in. And hey, it just like makes you aware, okay, you're enjoying all this money right now, but you're going to have to pay Uncle Sam sooner or later. So it just helps you prepare for that and budget for that. That's a great idea. Does it take into account depreciation as well? Yeah, it can do that. Um, and we've got some other interesting features as well, depending on the type of business that you do. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. And it does those quarterly estimates. Oh, it does them for you. You don't even need your CPA. Huh? I don't know if CPAs want to hear that, but. Uh. No, you still need your CPA. So the idea is, when I, sorry, when I say does your quarterly estimates, what I mean to say is it calculates quarterly estimates for you. Okay. Still say like, you should still work with your CPA, right? It doesn't um, send the forms in for you or anything like that. And it's always right. good to have someone double check your stuff because it's assuming you, you have all your info there and you might be missing out on some deductions, which I think is really key. Like, you know, there are so many deductions that uh, people are leaving on the table throughout a year, um, quite a bit. Like even mileage tracking, like we have built-in mileage trackers. So, um, you know, you can deduct, deduct all your miles um, nice. You know, the trips that are deductible anyway. Um, so all of that stuff. The idea was really to connect all the dots um, so you don't have to use all these separate systems. Um, yeah, just make it easy, save you time, and help you make more money. That's awesome. Yeah, because most real estate investors are not former CPAs like myself. So most people could really you know, <laughs> benefit, and, although I would enjoy just the bells and whistles. That sounds fun and easy. 
Well, um, so what else, what are you working on now? You, you want to tell us a little bit about um, your current, what's the name of this app? Yeah, so it's called Hurdler, H-U-R-D-L-R. Okay. And the inspiration for that was like four years ago, Summer Olympics, watching the hurdles, but thinking, you know, at that time, thinking about a name for what we're doing. And hurdler seemed interesting because like the things we were, the app was really doing was trying to get you over hurdles that were um, getting in the way of your business growth. Right. Cause none of this stuff, like, you know, I used to, I mean, I still kind of do, but I was, I used to hate this kind of stuff, like administrative, like all the compliance things you have to do it. It's necessary. Uh, these are just requirements, but they don't, a lot of them don't add value. So, you know, I was trying to figure out how can we help, you know, help a million entrepreneurs do this really quickly and also add value. So the the first value was like, you know, making it easy to get through those hurdles. And then the second thing was eventually we could add even more value. Once we uh, save them some time and money, we can make your financial strategic where in time, like how do we give you data that helps you make better decisions and makes make helps you make more profit. That's, I think that's fantastic. And a lot of times people, if they only look at their numbers once a, once a year in hindsight, so say they're getting their stuff together for their accountant in July or August from the previous calendar year and they see it, they're like, oh, that property is not making money like I thought it was or the repairs on that property were a lot higher. I'm not making much money. And when they take so long to see what really happened, it's going to hurt them. Whereas if they were seeing it in real time, as what your app sounds like it can do, they might decide, I don't want to have this property anymore. I want to sell this thing. This has become way bigger of a pain and less profitable than I ever thought it was. So definitely it would be helpful in making quicker, timely, relevant decisions on moving assets around, moving money around, deciding whether to buy or sell properties. So that sounds really cool. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, so there's that and then reducing the amount. So if you value your time, that's where the app is really powerful because it just saves you a lot of time and headache. So it's not replacing your accountant, but it would reduce the amount of time you have to interact with the accountant. Um, and you can then reduce it to like value added interactions. Um, and most of the folks we work with, like our users, we have uh, over 50,000 users and most of them are like, on the go, like on the run, they value their time. They don't want to mess around with things, but they still want all of this information. Absolutely. And something that is kind of a real estate concept is highest and best use. So a lot of us investors will take a look at a piece of property, land, land and building and ask, what's the highest and best use of this? And is it best utilized. You know, for instance, maybe you want to take a, like I have a fourplex that instead of being rented by the unit, it's being rented by the bed for transitional living and it's bringing in double the income that it would, you know, otherwise. Well, guess what? I do the same thing with my time. When I catch myself doing administrative tasks, I think, oh, this is not the best and highest use of my time. I could be out meeting people, looking for deals, making connections, raising money, rather than doing the stupid administrative nitpicky stuff. So yeah, it's definitely a way to get your time 
better utilized to the higher higher uses than spending it doing accounting. So I love that. Really good uses for it. Well, we just have a few minutes left. Do you have any um, advice or, or insights that you'd like to share um, about real estate investing in general or how people could use your app more? Sure. Uh, well, I think the key thing is like, so a true profit formula is very simple. You have three numbers, your, your earnings and your earnings may be your rental income or property income, any earnings related to that real estate property. So it's earnings minus expenses minus taxes, right? That equals your true profit. So the easiest, the three ways to increase your profit are either to increase your earnings, decrease those expenses, or decrease your taxes. Any combination of those in your golden, right? Uh, so if you assume, let's say that you're taking care of increasing your earnings, right? So if you make certain property improvements that increase the rent, for example, or other, other things like that, um, then I like to focus on, there's a lot of low hanging fruit on decreasing your expenses and decreasing your taxes. And I've talked about first thing you got to do is actually know what those expenses are. If you know what those expenses are, you can deduct those expenses. So make sure you're deducting everything that you're entitled to deduct. Some folks think like there's a large group of folks out there that think that if you deduct something, even if you're allowed to, it somehow uh, sets an alert off at the IRS to now audit you. <laughs> that's just not the case. Like it doesn't work like that. 10% of all citizens get audited every year. Um, so it's a lot of, it's just random. So you're not going to, unless you start doing crazy things, I mean, shouldn't raise any red flags. I mean, those deductions are there because that spurs the economy. Like they want you to do things. Um, so I would know your basically know your numbers, uh, and where you're at and track that along the way. It's easier to track along the way. You can make better decisions if you do it along the way. You can do it on paper, uh, you know, with pen and paper. So you don't need uh, you don't need any fancy software to do it. You know, we have an app for it, but there's an app for everything. Uh, so even pen, you know, pen and paper is fine. Uh, open up that same separate account for your business, and you can just get it on the monthly statements. Um, so that's a simple way to do things where, um, there's too many people that aren't doing that right now. That's just the basics. It's like a finance one-on-one, just do that, start off with that. And then, uh, if you want to take it to the next step, then of course we have an app. And where would people find your app and how much does it cost? Sure. Uh, well, the app's at Hurdler. If you go to hurdler.com, H-U-R-D-L-R.com, or if you look up Hurdler in the App Store or Google Play, um, and currently it's free. Um, and I think probably at some point in the future, there'll be something, but it's currently free. And uh, um, that's kind of how we, you know, we want to make sure we're providing value to users. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like a very affordable price. <laughs> any excuse not to get their financial house in order with that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for your time, your insights, your personal story. Very inspirational for people that are just starting out investing. I think that's a great move they can make is to, you know, if they start out in a starter house or a condo, they move on up to the next move up house like you did and then rent out that first house. I tried that. didn't work out so well for me, but um, I'm glad it worked out for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. In general, it can work yeah. out. Yeah, I, I bought high and it went way down and I couldn't hang on, but that was, you know, back in the last century. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm super glad that yours worked out awesome and what a great inspiration that is to our listeners that, that can definitely be 
a value play that they can go for. So thank you for your time, Raj. And if people want to reach out to you, I assume they can go to hurdler.com and we'll have that in our show notes. There's no E in it. It's H-U-R-D-L-R. And um, any other methods of communication you'd like to open up for people to reach you? Sure. So in our, in our app, in the top left corner, we have in-app chat. It's live in-app chat. Uh, okay. If you tap on that, you can chat with uh, myself or any of my team members direct. So if you have any questions or you think we should be doing something, um, enhance something in the app, then you, you can talk with us there. And we talk with all of our users through that. Awesome. Well, thank you. This is very exciting. I love the technology that you're contributing. This is great. So thank you for your time. And until next time, get out there and make some money investing in real estate. Yeah. Profit. Thanks a lot, Holly. If you found value in today's episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show. You can find our show notes at our website, houseflipmasters.com on the podcast page. Also, To get our top tips for finding deals without spending lots of money, go to houseflipmasters.com for your free download today.